0: We got our engineer Scotty Pfeiffer in here, just working on stuff. He's like, "How do you get injured playing pickleball?" Here's how you get injured: like you haven't done anything for ten years, and your friend's like, "You got to try pickleball." He's like, "Okay, you get off the couch for the first time.
1: Oi! <laughs> Snap! Oh, nothing <laughs> works."
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrono. 612 on Wisconsin's morning news.
0: Yeah, just what were we, 53 degrees this time yesterday?
1: Yeah, not anymore. There's snow in there. A, little, <laughs> a 30 degree change
0: right there for you.
1: Hey, if uh, I'll ask uh, Debbie also if there's something that you think an employee would want other than a raise, what do you think it would be?
3: Any specific context other than just. No, like play, if. Just you know what? It.
1: What would a worker or an employee want?
3: Okay. Raise is the
1: easy guess, but what else would they want if they were asking their employer for something?
3: I would think probably more probably. PTO,
1: Ooh,
0: sure.
3: available more yeah, more, that's time, good. more time, more off. Vacation. I need some time. time off, paid time. Actually, a paid vacation would
1: be. <laughs> right. Yeah, that sounds pretty <laughs> All awesome.
3: Expenses paid. Um, Other than that, just you know, maybe beanbag chairs and the ability to uh, control our climate. i just wanted okay, to mention since it's a meat locker in here. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little cool today. Actually, uh, according to a study, PTO you would think would be high on the list. It's not. In fact, according to a study here that I just found, 2,000 employed Americans. They found this to be more important than even a raise, personalized form of gratitude given to them in the workplace. No, nope.
3: thank you. <laughs> nope. Adam had it. He said, love and support. <laughs> um, but You
1: can have love and support. Debbie, and... I just want you to know I love and support you. Thank right you. Okay, <laughs> not good enough, Adam. I want more money. Yes. <laughs> um, and why does those, it have to be either or? Among True. those personal forms of appreciation, people like receiving commendations in one-on-one conversations, receiving Employee of the Month awards, being given a handshake, earning a team-based award, or being given a shout-out via messaging apps or email. Here's the thing,
0: though. When it is either or, when it's that in lieu of, like a pay bump, mm-hmm. then that stuff feels disingenuous. Exactly. What's the language that business speaks? Cash, cash money. That's the language. That's what that's what they deal in. So you know, you invest in the things that matter to you.
1: So, fifty-five percent of the people that were asked in this survey prefer having personalized forms of gratitude.
3: I cast doubt on that survey. Prefer, right. I mean,
1: but I. <laughs> 55%. Wow. Well, you know what? Just give me a good hearty handshake instead <laughs> no. of 5,000 well, extra mean, bucks. It's a little for- back slap. There you go, Eric. Nice Everybody
0: show today. looks around going, Hot. oh, I
3: hate my job, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and no, actually, I think, you know, this is like showing that people are really satisfied with their jobs. And really, the only thing that's left is a laurel and hearty handshake. So, you know.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, I think I know. you guys are all doing a great job. 614 <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano.
1: Vince, you know the Bucks have hit a new level and that they are the it franchise. Not because of a recent championship or the international superstardom of Giannis Antetokounmpo, but rather because... Random bee celebs, like the real housewives of Salt Lake City, show up on a random February night. What were they we doing here? <laughs> They're filming an episode. Why? Here. Because it's the box. Right. They got everybody. So they were on the floor for a while. They're up in a suite. They took a picture with Dame. They're part of the t shirt cannon celebration <laughs> at one point. <laughs> My favorite thing about the housewives is that you either know everything about them or you have no right. idea right. who they are. And what did they see? A good old-fashioned boat race.
2: Lillard unloads and knocks down another three from Lillard the right
1: win. On fire, Bucks had their way with the Hornets, winning 123-85. to 85. Snow plowed. Yeah, it was a snow plow. And Damian Lillard finished with 23. He was out in the first quarter, dropping 14. Head coach
4: Doc Rivers. I think what you're seeing now with Dame is he's very, he's getting very comfortable. Um, he knows where his shots are. You know, keeping him above that free throw line. Has really helped him because he can see the floor. Yeah, guy. so he
1: is warming up, and that is nothing but a good thing. Bucks starting to pick up a little steam, playing good defense. Here we go. Brewers face the Cubs today. More on that in a moment. Lost to the
0: Angels six to four Tuesday afternoon. Already like the feel out of this Brewers spring training vibe. You know, like it's really feeling good. Brewers manager Pat Murphy, former coach at Notre Dame, as Notre Dame guys are want to do, keeps talking about Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the but now in fairness to Murphy. Dom Catronio and those other guys who are down there in the press corps keep asking him about it. (laughs) That's true. So Dom said they've been talking to him about Notre Dame football over the years, or over this last couple of weeks. So he he mentioned Rudy the other day. Rudy Rudinger, the guy they made the movie about. He's come up in these conversations about Notre Dame. And so Murphy gets Rudy... On FaceTime.
5: We're so proud of you. You have come such a long way. You guys should be so proud of this dude. This guy is an unbeliever. Hey, I'm Tanya. I love this guy. So Thanks, man, for we'll it. see you. Thanks, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> what is going on here? So
0: Dom told me they were talking about it again. And he's like, oh, fine. Watch this. And he just dials up old Rudy on FaceTime. So there he was, Rudy,
1: Rudy. Rudy. Oh, fantastic. We're going to
0: Notre Dame Brewers manager, Murphy, coached former manager Craig Council when they were both at Notre Dame. Council comes to American Family Fields of Phoenix today with his new team, the Cubs, to play the Brewers. It's 2 first pitch. We're on the air at 2 o'clock with the broadcast on your home of the Brewers, 620 WTMJ
1: to assembly Hall in Indiana no that's not oh, no that's <laughs> they weren't <laughs> that there they were not there. Uh, there was a fire but not really an evacuation during the Wisconsin- Indiana game it, either way Wisconsin lost Badgers Fall 74 to 70 now they are in fourth place they've lost six of their last eight.
0: But the scandal is, right, that the fire alarm came yeah. right
1: after they had tied it up. Yeah, they came back. They were down big. They came back to tie the game. Then the alarm happened. Guard- Greg Gar was asked about fire it. Fire alarm
6: stoppage. Have you encountered anything like that before? Just What were you being told in those moments, and how do you handle that with the team? Um, I thought it was a great time out for
1: whoever from Indiana pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's out there. A sarcasm from Gary. Hey, that's all over the oh, internet. Come on. Everybody thinks that's what happened. Yeah, the middling Hoosiers <laughs> decided to pull the alarm.
0: 619 will take you to the auto show next. The yearly Milwaukee International Auto Show is underway, runs daily through the weekend at the Baird Center downtown. Great place to see what the future looks like on the roads. Now, maybe it's the concept vehicles you like to check out or just the new tech that's in the latest model years. More bells and whistles served up at this year's show. Debbie Lanzica dove in to take a look.
3: ED is all the rage at the Milwaukee International Auto Show. This year, we've seen people have issues charging their electric vehicles and then them keeping their charge in the colder weather. Could it be the manufacturers in California didn't really have that top of mind in their designs? But senior editor for Auto Trader Jason Fogelson says the technology is starting to evolve.
4: Battery technology is moving rapidly right now. I mean, we're at the dawn of solid state batteries, and those will be much less prone to temperature fluctuations than the current lithium-ion batteries that we're using.
3: Still, there is such a thing as range anxiety, where people imagine their EVs conking out once they lose sight of the regular charging stations
4: along their route. Driving these vehicles is just like driving a gas car charging the vehicles and maintaining your battery is a new skill for people and that's going to develop with time as well as infrastructure improves.
3: And there are other solutions to range
4: anxiety. Don't plunge headlong into EVs without doing your research and maybe it's not for you. Maybe what you should be looking at is a hybrid or a plug-in hybrid which is kind of a mix of both of those technologies. You still have a gas engine but with the plug-in hybrid you can charge it on your own time and then you can use uh, the limited range, 25 to 40 miles of electric, to do your commuting, to do your errands, uh, and never burn a gallon of gas. But when you run out of electric range, you've still got a gas-electric hybrid that's highly efficient and running really well on gas.
3: I've gotten a chance to drive a hybrid plug-in from our partners at Hall Mazda for an extended test drive. And I've got to tell you, once you get used to how the self-charging works, it's pretty slick. All cars are incorporating more and more computers into their design. Connectivity is a big deal. Now, picture yourself as a hacker. Yeah, cybercrime will probably seep into your driving experience, too.
4: Well, I think all the manufacturers are very aware of that. And you should be aware of that, you know, in the same way that you would be with your home computer, with your cell phone. Make sure that you're using robust passwords. Make sure that you change them on a regular basis. Make sure you don't share them with anyone. All the, the common sense stuff that applies with computers applies with a car.
3: There's a lot of new technology penetrating every aspect of car ownership, and the fun lies in figuring out what will work best for you. From the Milwaukee International Auto Show, Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News.
0: Hey, Deb, on that plug-in hybrid... Mm-hmm. Can you plug that into a regular outlet, or do you need some fancy contraption?
3: I think they they have it with an adapter. Yeah, okay. And then you'd end up plugging it into whatever the plug is in your garage or whatever. So uh, I know that some Teslas you have to have a specific like contraption that yeah, you yeah. say, um, like a full on transformer type of thing set up in your house. But um, for for the plug in hybrids, they've they've got it set up, and they actually walk you through it when you do buy it. So can
0: I ask all the questions you want at the Milwaukee International Auto Show runs through the weekend at the Baird Center downtown. Yeah, you know there's that song, Bridge Over Troubled Water? Yes. Well, this time it's not the water that's troubled, it's the bridge. Oh dear. Yeah, that story coming up.
3: Okay. And friends just
2: can be found
3: Like a bridge over troubled water
0: There are only so many ways... To Get across the Mississippi River via bridge from our state That's into either Minnesota or uh into Iowa, and one of them is closed this morning and it's not close to some others. Southwest part of our state, between like square between La Crosse and Prairie du Chien, there's this one bridge across the river that takes you into Iowa. It's one of those old cantilever style bridges, yeah. I think they call it the Black Hawk Bridge. Been on that bridge, it's cool, yeah.
1: Okay, right, cuz you went to Drake, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that how you got to yeah, school? Yeah, it was one of the ways we would go sometimes. So, okay, that's that's your way across into Lansing, Iowa. New bridge is being built cuz this one is old, but in the meantime, the only bridge they got is closed.
6: Now, the bridge has been closed since Sunday after there was a, quote unexpected movement in the bridge that <laughs> crosses the Mississippi River <laughs> between Iowa and Wisconsin. Don't like What to does hear that, that mean?
0: WXOW Lacrosse with that report. So, Iowa DOT shut the bridge down. There are people who live on, you know, one side or the other yeah. and then work on the other side, all sorts of stuff. So this is a problem. But they said the the piers of the bridge appear to have moved. Ooh. And that the piers are like the concrete and stuff that kind of holds it in there. And that's just because it's so old? They've been working on it. They wonder if some of the construction nearby okay. might have unsettled it. Whatever. Yikes. Yeah. So Iowa DOT freaked out and are like, shut it down. Kr. Uh, KCRG TV on the Iowa side talking with a bar owner. Looking at a bunch of businesses uptown that I have friends that own, and a
1: bunch of businesses across the river too. That it's the same that people own. That you know, both sides of the river are very, very
6: dependent on either side. So as far as having the bridge closure, you know, it's it's going to affect quite a few local businesses.
0: You kind of get the sense it operates as one community. Sure, it's just bridge that connects them, right? So it's not an easy way around. I mapped it out this morning. It's about 40 minutes whether you go up north to La Crosse or south to Prairie du Chien. Wow. So 40
1: minutes each way. How many bridge issues we have? Leo Frigo had an issue. And then of course we had the uh, the interstate bridge collapse. Oh There's
4: yeah. There's the
3: home Bridge so they had to blow it up.
1: That's right. They had some Hone issues I remember. I was thinking of the ones out further north and west but yeah. So don't want to take their chances with it, but
0: obviously for folks out in that part of the state, (laughs) not great for them. 644, we got sports coming up next.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Eric Bilstad and Vince Vitrano.
0: Brewers and Cums this afternoon at American Family Fields. Phoenix means the return of Craig Council to face his old team. WTMJ's Dom Catronio reports from spring training.
6: The day has finally arrived. Craig Council is managing a game in Maryvale in the opposing dugout. First pitches at 210 right here on WTMJ. A reminder, spring training games do not count. If you're wondering how this new rivalry will impact Pat Murphy and Craig Council's relationship, there's no need to worry, according to Pat Murphy. I've already met up with Craig for coffee. Already done, done, check. We didn't fight. In all seriousness, Pat wants to win, no matter who is in the opposing dugout.
2: That relationship will take on a different kind of vibe now that we're not in the same city or we're not pulling in the same direction, so to speak, but we'll we'll always be friends.
6: And rest assured, he wants to beat the Cubs just as bad as the fans do.
2: It's what I want, to. It's part of competition, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you stand in the way of something we really want, and there's going to be
6: pressure on you. But once again, to reiterate, these games don't count. Craig Council's return to Milwaukee will be on Memorial Day, May 27th at American Family Field. Reporting from Phoenix, Dominic Catronio, WTMJ.
1: To the NBA, a good old-fashioned snow plowing for the Bucs. Snow plowed. Yes, the Bucks beat up on the Hornets, 123-85 <laughs> to 85 <laughs> at five serve. Now, they're undefeated since the All-Star break. They get to play the Hornets again in Charlotte tomorrow night. Then they're in Chicago on Friday. So the Bucks could have someone coming back, too. On this road trip, Cash Middleton, who's been dealing with a sprained ankle.
4: Coach Doc Rivers says, Chris may make the trip. I don't think he's going, but we don't know yet. Uh, If he goes, we think he may play. So I think it's that close.
1: We'll see. He's been out eight straight games now because of that left ankle. At Assembly Hall in Indiana. No, that's not the fire caused from an evacuation during the Wisconsin-Indiana game. That's just the Badger season right there. They lost again 74 to <laughs> 70. They're now in fourth place after falling to the Hoosiers. 648 on
0: Wisconsin's Morning News to we'll talk with Dr. Ken Harris. Coming up next.
3: This is Libby Collins. Join me this Saturday morning at 5 a.m. for a special conversations when we talk with artist in residence. Anwar, Lloyd Pruitt. From the St. Kate the Arts Hotel, he'll also tell us the story of when he was attacked in Madison painting a mural for Black Lives Matter.
4: He wasn't really there for a conversation. He was drunk. He was angry. He wanted to know why his life didn't matter. WTMJ Conversations, Sunday
2: mornings at 11 on WTMJ.
1: Eric Bill said here for Wisconsin's Morning News. I did notice a little bit of snow on the old roof when I was leaving today and wondered about that old roof, but nope. I don't have to wonder. I have peace of mind knowing that I'm good to go when that all melts off. There won't be anything getting into the cracks or into the broken gaskets or anything, because I've had my worry-free roof tune-up from Tri-County Contracting. They offer up a worry-free roof tune-up. They jump on your roof, take care of everything. They take a look around, make sure there aren't any glaring issues. They'll tell you about that. However, otherwise, they'll fix up the things. They'll take care of the shingles that may be damaged. They'll replace some nails. They'll take care of anything that's popped, and they'll give you peace of mind. Tri-County Contracting, get to the website right now. tricountycontractingwi.com, tricountycontractingwi.com.
2: Meet
6: Alan, who was diagnosed with sleep apnea.
2: I was what they call the mouth breather, and I would breathe at night with my mouth open. And for about eight years, Alan struggled with a CPAP machine. And then? And then I saw the ADVENT commercial, and I thought, well, what do you got to lose? This machine is miserable. For most people, CPAP machines are miserable, but a simple breathing triangle solution from ADVENT can
6: be life-changing.
2: And uh, it really was, to me it was amazing because I don't think I ever breathed that clear.
6: This is Dr. Muthin Candula. After having one of Advent's simple breathing triangle procedures, people are amazed at how freely and clearly
2: they can breathe. I'm happy with the procedure. I'm very glad I did. I wish I would have done it 20 years ago. I could have avoided that machine I had to have laying next to the bed with the holes wrapped around my head.
3: <laughs> Schedule your appointment at adventknows.com because Advent Knows, when you breathe well, you live better.
2: Results may vary. Panic strikes as you realize on Wednesday that Thursday is your anniversary. The reservations being secured. We'll see you at eight. The gift being purchased. Yeah, you've got this. Just like Associated Banks got you with early pay up to two days early on direct deposits. So even though they call you last minute Lisa, we'll make your last minute scrambling a bit easier. You've got this with early pay from Associated Bank. See AssociatedBank.com slash checking or ask a banker for details. Member FDIC. Traffic is sponsored by St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Stores. St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Stores, Highway 100 and Layton Avenue, 23rd and Lincoln. Great stores, great cause, and unbelievable bargains. You're going to love it. St. Vincent de Paul Thrift Stores. WTMJ, W277CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. <laughs> Checking in with Debbie here at 652.
3: All right. Well, we've got still some slippery stretches around the area, especially to the south of Milwaukee, some ice-covered areas as well. On 894 and 94. So just be extra careful, especially those bridges, overpasses, on and off ramps, etc. As far as any incidents are concerned, just a couple broken down vehicles. One near uh, the Stadium Interchange. Another one on the Elm Road on ramp to northbound 94. It's a semi off on the right shoulder. Uh, For the most part, everything else is looking pretty good. I'm Debbie Lazaga with your WTMJ Johnson & Sons paving Time Saver Traffic. (laughs) WTMJ forecast
0: sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High of just 28 degrees today. We'll shed these morning flurries and then see a lot of sunshine tonight down to 17 for the low. Thursday, mostly sunny and breezy. High 43. Friday's high 50. And for the weekend, high of 58 on Saturday, 60 on Sunday. Right now at 23 in Milwaukee. The FBI now offering a $15,000 reward for a break in the case. Local authorities continue to search today for that missing three-year-old child. Elijah Vu's family spoke at an evening news conference, thanking the community for helping in the search, saying they are not giving up hope of a good outcome.
3: The emptiness left in his absence is a void that cannot be filled by anything else. Elijah, if you can hear us, know that you are deeply missed and love and we will not rest until you are safely back in our arms.
0: It's been more than a week now. The child is three years old, reported missing in Manitowoc County. We bring in our teammate from 1017 The Truth and former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant Dr. Ken Harris. Now, reported missing in Manitowoc County, that's where most of the searching is going on. Doesn't mean he's there, Dr. Ken. It
5: absolutely does not mean that. We don't know why this child is missing. We don't know if the child was killed accidentally, killed intentionally, or just passed away or was given away might have been sold it it, it could have been anything and you know the police
0: chief at this evening news conference uh, ben minard up there in two rivers was asked multiple times "Well, do you think he's still alive do you whatever he kept saying i refuse to speculate right now we are treating this as we are searching for this little guy and we're going to find him and we're going to bring him home safe is that the perspective you have to
5: have like until when you have to have the perspective until you have evidence that leads you in a different path one one of the one of the issues is everybody's avoiding the race issue, but you have to take culture into mom is white, family is Hmong, so the child for disciplinary reasons was turned over to a family member who happens to be Hmong so if I were the Wisconsin Department of Justice, I would then bring in someone who understands the culture, who can figure out why this occurred, who talked mom into turning the kid over, and then what in the culture is, is driving discipline. And they can subsequently figure out exactly what would they have done to the child, would they have spanked the child, would they have locked the child in a closet, like what's the norm, and then go from there.
1: How much information are they still trying to get from mom or caretaker? Do they spend
5: a lot of time even now while they're
1: in custody on these child neglect charges?
5: They can only go as far as mom lets them. So if mom lawyers up, there's not a lot they can do. They and
0: both mom and, and the caregiver are in custody, Katrina right. Bauer, Jesse Vang, but they are not charged necessarily with his disappearance, only at this point child with neglect. child neglect. Correct. So
1: then you, you hope that whether or not it's uh, the Hmong family or the community there, do you, are you going door to door
5: then? Are you trying to figure out whether or not this kid might be in another house? Like, oh, they're going door to door, they're checking the woods, they're checking tree houses, they're checking uh, playgrounds, they're checking anywhere an adult might put a child, but they're also checking anywhere a child might go. Because on that off chance, that 1% chance, right. Kiddo just wandered away and we don't know where he is. And so now we have to go find him. That's 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 remote, but it could still happen. Ken, how do investigators balance the public's need to know,
0: right to know, also engaging with the public to continue searching, but also keeping
5: some investigative things close to the vest here. The real answer? The yeah. yes. public doesn't have a right to know. <laughs> it's a don't it's have a
0: right to know nothing.
5: Well, it's a minor it's child, and we, we have to work methodically to make sure that every I is dotted and T is crossed. And when I have to stop and talk to the media, that literally takes me away from using my brain to actually go find the kid. So I would ask the media, which one do you want? You want me to stand here and talk to you, or you want me to go look for the kid? Because if the kid's not found in time, I'm going to blame you because I'm going to keep track of every minute I had to talk to you.
1: But it do, does it help to have the media involved in the sense that it keeps it top of mind on all the TV stations and in the paper and on the Not radio? if you're
5: asking some of the dumb questions they were asking. <laughs> no. what, would you, what would you ask? <laughs> no. What would you ask the no. chief if you were a reporter? The dumb questions. Hey, Chief Vetrano, yeah. Chief Bilstadt, what can I do to make it easier for you to find the kid and get the information out? Not stand here and scream and holler mm-hmm. and ask questions and dumb questions. Are you charging? That's all you really want to know. You really don't care if the kid's back. You just want to know are they going to get charged and was I the first person to break the story. So it's 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 a little. But I have to admit, and yes, this will sound really, really, really derogatory. It is Manitowoc.
0: <laughs> Dr. Ken Harris, <laughs> wow. our teammate from 1017 The Truth and former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant. Thanks, Ken.
5: All right.